Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. Peggy Douglas and Nicholas Dorn, the young writer, walked slowly back to Aunt Mary's after visiting Peggy's friend, Jane Plummer, at the neighboring farm. As they strolled along the little path which led between the Lane and Plummer properties, the two young people were discussing the subject which had been very much on their minds lately. A subject which had also been discussed privately by Aunt Mary and Lefty Larkin. Peggy had been quite disturbed by her talk with Jane a little earlier in the evening. Jane, who was always so careful to be reasonable, not to dramatize things, had told Peggy quite simply that, in her opinion, there was no question but that Bill Mead was still very deeply in love with her. Absorbed in their conversation, Peggy and Nicholas had paused in their walk. And then Nicholas had asked Aunt Mary's niece a very important question. A question Peggy hadn't answered immediately. She was thinking. Maybe he's right. Maybe we should go ahead. If only I felt more certain. Oh, I wish people would let me alone. I wish they'd stop talking about Bill, reminding me. Even Jesse, that day at the coffee shop, telling me about Bill not wanting to live at 11th Street in Calvert's house with Kit. Brought everything back. Almost as if she did it on purpose. To upset me. And I don't want to remember. I want to forget. Jane, Aunt Mary, no one will let me. I just want to be let alone. Not constantly torn apart. Perhaps Nicholas and I have the right solution. But still... Peggy. Peggy. Hmm? What, Nicholas? We're here. Here's the gate to the farm. Oh... What you been thinking? I just asked you a question, you know. Peggy, why can't we get married right away? Right away? Well, what do you mean, right away? Well, tonight, for instance. Oh, no, Nick. No, we couldn't. But why not? You haven't changed your mind, have you? No, I haven't changed my mind. But... Well, then, what are we going to gain by waiting? Except all this to do, everybody trying to change our minds. After all, shouldn't we be the judge of what's best for us? Yes. Well, then, what are we waiting for? It's silly. Why don't we make our plans right now and then follow them through without saying anything to anyone until afterwards? Well, it probably would be the simplest way. Of course it would, Peggy. Then you will? Well, I... No, I can't, Nicholas. It, it wouldn't be fair to Aunt Mary and Lefty. It wouldn't be right. No, I suppose not. It was a pretty wacky idea, just to go dashing off. I would know better than to suggest it. But I'm just so afraid that we're going to lose what we have. Everybody yammering at us all the time. At you, anyway. When you think of it, Nicholas, there's no reason on earth why we have to be afraid of losing anything. Just by waiting a little while. If what we have is there's real. There's no doubt about that. Not in my mind. Peggy, there's something I want to ask you. Go ahead. Don't be angry with me now. I won't, I promise. Are you sure you're not holding off postponing things because of this Bill Mead business? Yes, Nicholas. 
I can assure you that's not the case. Really, that's not the reason at all. You sound a little forced. That's your imagination. Well, I think I'd better go in now. Guess Aunt Mary and Lefty gave up waiting for us. Uh, would you like to come in for a while, Nicholas? Have some tea or a glass of milk? No, thanks, Peggy. I think I'll go on home. All right, then. It was a nice evening, Nicholas. Yeah, I suppose it was. Well, good night. See you tomorrow. Good night, Peggy. Oh, Peggy. Yes? Nothing. Nothing. Just skip it. Good night. Night, Nick. Mr. Larkin, you, you startled me. I thought everybody had gone to bed around here. Well, Aunt Mary turned in about a half hour ago. But I thought I'd stay up for a while. We waited for you two. You missed some very good apple pie. I'll bet we did. Tell the truth, I hadn't realized it was so late. Oh, it isn't really. But we usually fold up pretty early. I'm still a bit of a night owl. <laughs> I guess it's a hangover from show business. Nobody ever gets to bed before two. It's the nicest part of the day that way. Sunrise. Yes, I've seen the sunrise since I've been living here in Wakefield. It was quite a revelation to me. Oh, you'll learn a lot of things like that if you settle down in Wakefield. I imagine I will. I've been sort of looking for a chance to talk to you alone, Nicholas. You have? Yes. Aunt Mary told me about the talk she had with you the other day in town about Peggy. I wanted to tell you how much I admired your honesty. Well, I, I try to be honest, Mr. Larkin. Yep. I've watched Peggy grow up ever since she was a little girl. Seen her grow into a young woman. Yes, I know. Naturally, I'm anxious for Peggy to be happy. To have a good, full life. A happy marriage. And so am I, Mr. Larkin. Very anxious. It's funny, though. You, you can be awfully sure a, a thing is right for yourself and... Then when you think of it in terms of another person's life, sometimes you begin to question your own judgment. What do you mean, Nicholas? Well, you see, I'm I'm quite a lot older than Peggy, and in the course of my checkered career, I, I've formed some pretty definite ideas. Yes, yes, I gathered as much from Peggy and Aunt Mary. But frankly, Nicholas, I haven't put much stock in a lot of the things I've heard. I figured that you'd, well... But you'd had some hard knocks here and there and sort of put up your own kind of defense. I was sure you'd change when the right time came. That's just it, Mr. Larkin. I haven't changed my mind. You haven't? Not basically. I'm pretty sure I have the right answer for myself, that I know what should make a good basis for two people who intend to build a life together. But the trouble is, Peggy's so young, so romantic, actually... I'd hate to think I'd influenced her, convinced her to do something she doesn't really believe in deep inside. Oh, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Peggy has a mind of her own, you know. Yes, she certainly has. But maybe I, I came along just at the best psychological moment. Maybe my ideas simply represent a sort of escape to her, a refuge. That's true, and she still has some longing for that romantic, idealistic sort of love. Well, it'd be unfair of me to allow her to gamble on, on the other sort of thing. 
Well, of course Peggy believes in love. And so do you, Dorn. Yes, but... Well, let's say I put a different interpretation than most people on what the word means. Mutual respect. Recognizing the other person's rights as an individual. Intellectual companionship. Well, what's wrong with that interpretation? It sounds more than okay to me. Well, sometimes I have a feeling that those things might not satisfy Peggy. That although she may not even realize it herself, the Bill Mead situation isn't entirely ended for her. If that's the case, you see, anything else would be doomed to fail from the beginning. She's bound to be unhappy. That's what I don't want to happen. You're all wrong on that Bill Mead thing, Nicholas. Take my word for it. In the first place, Peggy has too much pride. A person can only take so much after all. It's not so much what Peggy herself has said, but, but Aunt Mary. Several times she's given me the impression that she doesn't regard the Mead issue as finished by any means. Oh, well, Aunt Mary's pretty romantic in her own way, too. She has so much faith in human nature. And most of the time she's right. But in this case, I think she's dead wrong. And I've told her so more than once. You really don't think Peggy has Bill Mead on her mind anymore? No, I don't. If I were you, I wouldn't worry about that at all. Well, that makes me feel a lot better, Mr. Larkin. I... I hope I haven't been talking out of turn. Oh, gosh, you mustn't feel that way, Nicholas. I wanted to talk to you. I'm very glad we've had this little session. Thanks. By the way, if, if you don't mind, I'd rather we sort of kept it to ourselves for the time being. Oh, sure, sure. I won't say a word. And don't you worry. Peggy's forgotten all about Bill Mead. He doesn't mean a thing to her anymore. Lefty's reassurance meant a great deal to Nicholas Dorn. But perhaps Lefty's resentment toward Bill Mead for having hurt Peggy made her unhappy. Is so strong that he may be convincing himself of something which is not necessarily true. Yes, Lefty. In your talk with Nicholas Dorn tonight, you may have given the young man a very incorrect impression. One that may lead to unhappiness for Peggy, the girl you know to be your daughter. <laughs> 